I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Stancy at your service. To my right, ravishing Ro Moran and busy in the middle of some Christmas hullabaloo at the hotel. Not watching Star Wars. Yeah. Rowdy Raf Camus. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Right, uh, so you did watch Star yeah, Wars, though. You've seen Star Wars. Uh, by the time this comes out, I'll have seen Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I hope a lot of you who are listening right now have seen it. Yeah. Uh, right, and I hope that you've seen it before Terminus. Because I hope none of you blame Terminus for not having seen Star Wars. Oh. You know what I mean? Because I, I know that for some people, it's like a moral dilemma. Uh. Terminus or Star Wars, one over well, the other. But Star Wars, eh? Yeah. But, you know, we'd rather that you see Term- uh, <laughs> Star Wars and by the time you've seen Terminus. When is the f- Metroman of the Film Fest starting the show? Christmas. 25? Yeah. Okay. So by the time, uh, January 1, oh, I think. That's a lot of time, uh, guys. Guys, yeah. that's a lot of time. Yeah. So you'll, you'll, you'll have some time. All right. Without spoiling anything, though, you got to let me know how it was. Was okay, it worth uh, the time and the traffic and all that shit? If, well, uh, what I'm going to say is it's not, if you spend a lot, like IMAX or 3D or 4D, yeah. wherever it may be, it's not going to be worth all that money. Okay. But it was nice. Because it's obvious that you're setting up a new trilogy. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't think you can do Star Wars as a one-off anyway. Mm-hmm. So, without spoiling anything, I'm going to say that the first episode, or well, episode seven, the first yeah. episode of this trilogy, is an episode that goes up. You know, right. it, it's the first stage. So it lays the a foundation. Yeah, it lays a foundation. Uh, the good thing is. Um, all the stupid shit from the prequel trilogy is not there. Uh-huh. Like, you know, nobody will have to find out he or she is a Jedi thanks to mini-chlorians or whatever. Uh, a lot of nostalgia pieces are there. A lot of throwback moments. Um, everything does come together. It's not just... Uh, they're not just fan service. It's not a reboot lang. It's not a reboot. It's... It is a reboot in a way, but in a fashion that picks up where uh, the the main trilogy the first three movies left off so I'm assuming that the new actors didn't disappoint so, you know Adam Driver John Boyega no yeah they're pretty they're pretty good I like John Boyega a lot he has uh, really good comic timing uh, Daisy Ridley is really hot mm, which you know I would have expected to hear yeah. how about Lupita Nyong'o because I was uh, actually curious about her I didn't see her I think no, it's weird. I was looking for her the whole movie, but I think she was doing voice acting. I have to check again, uh, so Wikipedia, I guess, or IMDb or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see her at all. I'm guessing she was doing some voice acting of one of the slightly important characters in the movie. Uh huh. 
Uh, what I didn't like about this is that because there's so much time that passed between the main trilogy yeah. and this. A good uh, 30-something years. Yeah, uh, because and daming and daming Yeah. Or and daming panahon. And daming taon na uh, We're thrust in the middle of things. You know? And it... it, it I understand why they did it. Because, of, of course, uh, Han and Luke and Leia are so old now. Yeah. That there's no choice but to... Work around that. Yeah, and, you know, put us in me rest of their lives, of their post-main uh, trilogy lives. Yeah. Um, it's like we're expected to know all these things, but we don't because it's not the expanded universe, uh-huh. which was thrown away because of this movie. Here's a question, though, because I, I was initially planning to watch at least episodes four, five, yeah. six before watching right, yeah. episode seven. I obviously don't have enough time to uh, do that. Uh. Will episode seven still make sense to me? Yeah, as long as you know, you know, as long as you know what happened. Yeah. So Parang, if I know the general basics. idea ka ng move ng nangyari sa 4, 5, 6. Yeah, like, you know, I saw it as a yeah, kid. Yeah, you, you know what the story is, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. That's fair. That's... Uh, I, just, I just really didn't like the fact that ang dami nangyari and we're in the middle of it. And, like, we're supposed to know all these things instead of them unfolding right before our eyes but it's not it's not their fault in it it's something that you have to know and I guess the super climactic moments weren't so climactic as say it's just an episode that lays down the foundation of the next saga so uh, I'm assuming it's like two hours plus no actually uh, we came in there 5.30 and it just ended before A so two, two hours it's, it's not as crazy as The Hobbit or any of the, Lords of the Lord of the Rings Films. Is it the type of movie na by the one hour thirty minute mark you're looking at your watch or you know you're, you're checking to see? I have to admit that I kind of did look at have to look at my watch like okay what time is it now are we ending? Um, it wasn't so ano kasi, it that's what happens when it's not super climactic. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna wow you. It's not gonna. Uh, it's not gonna. Blow your mind, mm-hmm. like any or like a lot of the Marvel movies do. But at the same time, if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll be happy by the fact that Star Wars is back, and instead of filling in the prequel or what happened before the main trilogy, they're actually moving on and setting up a new story. That's something to be happy about. Because I'm, uh, even though I, oh, I have to admit, I kind of had a lukewarm reaction to this movie. I'm pretty excited as to what happens next. Okay. But there's always a way to build up or delay foundation and pull off something super exciting and super over-the-top climactic, uh, over-the-top mind-blowing at the same time. Well, thanks for leveling my expectations because I never planned to watch it in IMAX or like 3D or 4DX. Well, that's good. Uh, speaking of expectations, I know I knew to... Temper them because we all know what happened in the prequels. Yeah, like everyone was so hyped about a new Star Wars movie coming out back then. Yeah, and for those who really hated what happened, like for the Phantom Menace, uh, for everyone who was so disappointed by that, um, it kind of you know, I, I I was too young to be disappointed really. It's a you know new Star Wars movie, new generation. Yeah, I mean whatever. we were nine when that yeah, came yeah, out. Exactly. So. Yeah. If you were disappointed by the Phantom Menace, uh, I would admit, or you would at least try to keep it down a little bit, para lang di ka masaktan masado. 
Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna see it tomorrow night right after the show in SM Santa Mesa of all places. At least meron ka na ano Well, I I didn't I haven't bought the tickets yet because it's you know it's fucking SM Santa Mesa. You just show you up. You never know. What yeah. if people, what if other people have the same idea? Seats aren't reserved there though. Okay. So I have that and going there, for me. Me pida. Was it was what's the last full show anyway? Uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> Good so, luck. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably make it. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, no, th- those just, are my plans. Um, watch the movie, but uh, well, the good thing is, um, all the good feelings come rushing back at the first, you know, at the first few minutes. Uh-huh. Like you know, everything is familiar again. The the crawl, the the opening, long long time ago in a galaxy far far away. Um, it just it just kind of levels out as it goes on. All right. That's all. Okay, I've got my expectations ready. You know what? Now I'm kind of glad that you saw it before I did. Okay, that's good. Cause, you no, know, if I were if I were you, I wouldn't want anyone, I think, to tell me what the general idea is. Because even if I do get to level my expectations, I would want to find out for myself. Ah, okay, that's where we're different. Because I actually no, am I cool I with you, yeah. That's actually that's actually a good mindset to go in with. Yeah, you know, like I I kind of want to manage my expectations, and I don't know. In recent years, I've been cool about being spoiled about certain oh, things, okay. which brings me to this week's raw. Because oh. I, I we all good. Well, well, no, 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 not 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 jumping into raw again. <sighs> I mean, by the time you're listening to this, you know what happened, yeah. right? And I didn't watch raw live unlike I usually do because mm. for some reason my stream was just god awful this week. Uh, yeah, probably blame it on the rain. So you know, um, uh, our our buddy Lynch was uh-huh. the one who filled me in on what happened. Mm. But before we get to that, fine, let's talk about TLC uh-huh. because TLC. No, wait, really? Wait, we're, we're, we're jumping right in. Where do we start? We're not going to say anything about the Golden State Warriors? Oh, no, fine. Yeah. Uh, let's eulogize the streak a bit. Uh, Buck Lesnar. Buck Lesnar. Which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that Anthony wasn't the first one to think about that. Can I to CNA? Yeah. I want to know how he feels. Yes, because he's the, he's the war- real Warriors fan among the three of us. It's, I mean, to me, it's not a big deal as long as you, I know, but I don't care if you lose as long as you get your healthy team in the playoffs. Besides, I mean, um, you know, some people can actually justify now. Yeah, it's okay that Golden State lost to Milwaukee because, oh. yeah, they weren't at full strength. Yeah. They came off a really, really tight lo- tight o- double overtime win oh. against Boston. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it was kind of manageable that, yeah, they lost. Um, and I, I like Curry's mindset in the post-game interview. He was asked, what do you do now? Where do you go from here? And he's like, might as well start a new streak. Yeah. Or get to the playoffs. Yeah. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, the funny thing about the warrior streak being uh, everybody's water cooler topic uh. is everybody's forgotten about the Spurs, uh. who only have lost four times in 23, 24 games all mm-hmm. year. Okay. So I, I guess the point I'm yeah, trying that, to make that's is that's not better than winning 24 in a row. It's not. It's not. But the point I'm trying to make is, uh, you know, everybody's just looking at Golden State. San Antonio is weirdly becoming this underrated team. It's to weird. that extent, no, I, I don't think they're underrated because. You know, this is this is a team that's won a championship in the last five years. But you know, in the midst of uh, everybody raving that, oh, Paul George. No, they're is- not underrated. I think they're just properly rated. They. I said they're underrated. They said they're overrated. I would say that they're under the radar. At this point. At this point, yeah, because everyone's talking about shit. Like, I don't know. Eh? Indiana is is hot because Paul George is hot. The Hornets are like second or third in yeah, the East. Yeah, that's true. But the Warriors are the talk of the town. And then there's Kawhi Leonard who's making the leap this year. Oh. This is the leap for Kawhi Leonard. Now, hold on, because if I don't, if you're smart enough, you wouldn't discount the Spurs at all in in any position. 
Sadly, not everybody is smart enough. Because if I okay, yeah, Golden State won the championship in the conference last season. Pero, yeah. um, they never faced the Spurs. Yeah, they never, and that not just, not just that, but you know, I know that the Spurs are good. Because again, as I mentioned, they've won a championship in the last five years. Yeah, and it's not like they dismantled the whole team anyway. No, they didn't. Like, the core parts still there, still working. Yeah, still running. So it just didn't happen last year. But I wouldn't be so dumb as to discount them at all. See, I don't know. I, I guess ang sakin lang is we're, I, I've been so used to people talking about the Spurs mm-hmm. that not hearing or seeing much or re- getting to read much about the Spurs is new to me. Mm-hmm. Especially since over the last three years, naging out na about my fandom of the Spurs. You know, so uh, it, it's very new to me. But uh, you know, um, I, I, I guess just to wrap this one up, the, you know, the Warriors had a great streak. It, uh-huh. it was definitely worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a part of me that wishes it had gone as far as thirty. I would have wanted to see it stretch past thirty. At the end of the, I think the only important question really is at the end of the season, we're gonna have to ask Warriors fans whatever happens at the end of the postseason. Nah, okay, was it worth it that you set a new record if you didn't win the championship anyway, or that, even you know get as far as whatever? Yeah, that, that's that's a good question because you have to understand that my mindset then still heading into every every game right after they they continue to win in the streak, oh. Like every game has begun to feel like a finals game. Oh. And I, you know, um, I, I won't claim to understand what it means to be like a pro basketball player, uh, but you can imagine at least the weight has been lifted off their shoulders. And the only reason why the Bulls get to say shit, anyway, is because they won that year. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And the, and Golden State can't say that yet, anyway. But then's the breaks, uh, and you know, it's still a long season. So sorry, Camus. Yeah. If you're if you're feeling down about this. But you know, Camus and all the Warriors fans, here's something. Uh, I, I guess you know, uh, just. To make you all feel better We're all rooting for you guys Against the Cleveland Cavaliers oh, no On man. Christmas Because oh, no fuck LeBron <laughs> Anyway uh, Yeah Let's jump right in then t- uh, To this week in wrestling um, a-, a lot has happened That's uh-huh. an understatement But yeah. there are two big questions We have to get to bef- uh, you know, As we try to make sense Of everything that went down mm. So um, let's cut to the chase Roman Reigns Is your new WWE World Heavyweight Champion mm. And um, before I get to my first question I gotta say, I enjoyed the match. Oh, no man! I enjoyed the match. Although I just, uh, which one? Are we talking about the raw match? The raw match. Okay. Uh, I just wish that I wasn't spoiled. You know, I it was one of those moments that I really, really wish I caught live, and that's not something I get to say anymore. You know what? I actually agree. Because I mean, I did want to be spoiled, but when I did get spoiled, I was like, "Fuck! I wish I didn't." Oh, no man! Like I know, you know, TLC. I was, I wasn't actively trying to avoid it, but. You know, uh, I didn't go on Twitter anyway, just so I could have some sense of surprise at least. Yeah. When I was watching, and, and first, I mean, I got inadvertently spoiled in general when I heard about uh, uh, Roman snapping and Hunter being taken out. Right. But uh, at least, uh, at least, you know, um, I got to see everything with fresh eyes. Like I got to see how it, this uh, how. These things happened, and that's always good. But that didn't happen for Raw. Because uh, I told you. No, not just that. It's it, even if you hadn't told me, I would have found out since it was so monumental. Yeah, you know, it, it, uh, I haven't told you this, but both main event matches from TLC and Raw, I actually caught them with my dad. 
Mm, like right. like I called him. Uh, he was you know he was at home. He wasn't particularly busy, so I was like, hey, let's let's watch a TLC main okay. event. So we watch it live, right? Mm. And uh, I don't know. Um, compared to me, my dad is a relative mark, uh, right? He doesn't have smart goggles uh, at all. So it it was fun seeing him react. Uh, him you know asking questions and me filling him in along the way, mm. shit like that. But in raw main event, like I didn't spoil him at all. Okay, I knew what happened, but he was he was into it. Ah, uh, right? that's the feeling. I, it's. It's something I only get to have if I'm watching live. Yeah. Parang, you know, whenever and you're watching live and you're following with everyone on Twitter, you get to make you know, wisecracks with everyone else. That's the fun part. I, I hindi nga lang yung wisecracks. I think sa akin, just the just the genuine reaction. Yeah. You know, just me yeah, and my yeah, dad. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that he's cool na napaputang na ako oh. after the Superman punch. Yeah. Like I knew that was coming. Like no, yun nga, parang I had to watch everything earlier today and it was with the knowledge na you know, certain things were going to happen. Yeah. If I saw that live along with everyone else, I would have been really invested uh, as much as, you know, as much as the crowd that was really hot that time. Yes. That night. And, and take into consideration that it was Philly. Uh-huh. The same crowd that booed the fuck out of Roman Earlier at the Royal year. Rumble. Uh-huh. So things have come full circle. I've come full circle. Thank you. To Finally. Because I enjoyed it. I, I legitimately enjoyed mm. it. Roman Reigns is not my favorite wrestler. Still uh, not going no, to be no, gonna... in my in my fave five, uh, But you know, I'm gonna give the guy his due. I'm gonna give Sheamus his due, uh, and you know, uh, say nah, they both played their roles to a T mm. that night, and that's why Raw. Um, if if you've read my Raw review this week, I gave it an A just because um, they built the episode. Me, me emotion. Yeah, and they built the episode around such a huge plot point uh, that had uh, consequences all the way down. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, even if say it doesn't affect our truth per se. Um, if you lose Roman Reigns, it's going to fill a void, or it's going to it's going to leave a void that everybody will feel. So for that alone, um, you know, Raw deserved that that A grade. I just wish that you know would have been you know what would have capped it really is if the people who are associated with Roman, like the Usos, the Usos and Dean Ambrose, were also punished that night. Because it's you know, even though it's only Roman, it's what. It's what an evil power would do. It you yeah. would also take it out on your friends, on his friends, even though they didn't do anything. Just to build off on that, uh, Vince has a history of being petty. Uh-huh. So when he punishes somebody, he doesn't. I mean, in real life, uh, he also punishes the friends. But like mm. we used to think, now after CM Punk left, AJ would be in the doghouse. Yeah. So that line of thinking should also be applied to the authority in kayfabe. Not just that. Not just because. Uh, not just because they're petty, but also because it's. Only natural. Yeah, it's only natural that, as you said before, these people don't exist in vacuums. Like these are people with actual networks, with actual relationships that are linked to each other. So, parang it should only make sense that the corollary should be okay. Uh, um, Roman Reigns punched out the chairman. Yeah. So whoever is in charge should also be punishing uh, the Usos and Dean Ambrose because they're family. They're family and. They would also be, you know, logically against the authority. And you know, if they were in that situation, you could probably expect them to do the same thing, oh, or to yeah. at least defend Roman. Yeah. It's it's the same as you being in an office and you avoiding whoever's in the doghouse because oh. you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to take heat from your own boss, mm. right? So it's it's very realistic. So in that regard, yeah, dun lang siguro na kulang. And, and reading the spoilers for SmackDown this week, it's it's continuing because Roman is being treated as though he were in a vacuum. Yun lang naman. 
which you know kind of brings you back to Cena. Oh. Because Cena has always uh, more often than not li- existed in the vacuum. Mm. So, ayan, um, but you know, I, I'm in a wait and see approach, or I'm taking a wait and see approach. But, uh, we're, we're nitpicking a bit here, so we go back to Roman itself, which uh, finally turned around. Because it started with the TLC post match beatdown. Yeah. And it's actually the Roman you wanted to see, the Roman yes. I wanted to see, because this guy isn't saying suffer and suck attacks, son. Yeah. This guy's just beating people up with a steel chair. He's angry. He's gnarling. Oh, isn't that what everyone would do? Yeah. That, that's what you know. That's what finally got him to connect with the audience because he finally did something everyone would do. When you're angry, you don't give a fuck, and that's exactly what Roman Reigns was on Sunday night for TLC. So and Monday night and Monday night, yeah. So you know, parang he, they stripped away all of the corniness and the manufactured bits for now. For now, and they let him just be a man of few words, and he they let his action speak for itself. Yeah, and that was good because. Um, sometimes simple is better Less is more mm. So let's get, let's get to our first question for this week And that question is Was this week the right time For the trigger to be pulled? I don't think there is A right time in this context so, uh, Maybe Maybe the categorical answer is no But now that we've done it Or now that they've done it Now that they've pulled the trigger uh, for one thing, there's no choice but to run with it, and for another thing, they pull it off well. Yeah, um, the way I see it, uh, whether or not uh, whether or not it was the right time, mm. it makes sense in hindsight. Yeah. Say, uh, you know, there have been numerous reports about ratings being so down. No, here's the thing, though. Uh, even though ratings are in dire need of help, the meltdown alone from TLC was enough to get uh, raw an extra million viewers than what they were. Uh, seeing from the past couple of weeks, so that tells me that as long as Roman Reigns was kept this kind of guy, in a, you know, angry, uh, not giving a fuck, uh, really rebelling against the authority, as long as you milk that and just propel it forward with some really sensible momentum, I think you would have retained and uh, no, I think you would have retained that those, viewership, th- that viewership, that inc- that. Increased rating, and if as long as you build with as long as you build on it, it's gonna help you out, and then you can use that momentum to at least flesh out uh, a decent story out of it. I guess you know without the benefit of hindsight, you know looking into the things that have happened since TLC, I would have actually said nah. I wish they'd saved it for WrestleMania. Because you have to admit, the whole overcoming the odds thing, winning the title at, yeah, Wrestle- at, at sure. WrestleMania. I was really, you know, after TLC, I was telling you guys, uh, I was ready to have the main event be Roman Reigns versus Triple H. In, the, in a somewhat uh, rehash of the Daniel Bryan versus The Authority story from two years ago. Yeah, as long as, year, as, I know. as long as it's, it's not a complete rehash, right? Now, yeah, as long as... You don't when, have to do the, you know... The, the main event thing. Yeah. Right. You know, you could have, you could have had Sheamus face off against whoever, against whoever won the Rumble mm. or, or something, mm. right? Um, but, but now that we're here, I don't think it's relevant anymore to... Uh, or I don't think it's necessary to really nitpick on whether it was the right time. Yeah, because we're not going to change it. Yeah. And it helped. It, it worked. Maybe if it didn't work, if it fell flat, maybe we could have... 
uh, maybe there is more merit in discussing the wisdom of this move. Let me ask you this, though. I mean, you know, we, we spent a, a couple of minutes just talking about how well they executed this. Mm. But can we actually think off the top of our heads of a way that they would have executed this Now we would just pan so badly? Uh, maybe if Roman was still his old self. Now he was being corny. Yeah. How about if... See, here's the thing. I mean, after having watched the match, I'm not so sure that I'm pissed off anymore that he had a little bit of a Superman comeback. Well, well, because the odds were legitimately, were legitimately stacked against him. Mm-hmm. It was Vince. I think Vince is the ultimate odd. Yeah. So, so one, once he had him in the picture, I, I, I guess akin nawala yung inisko with the Superman comeback think, when, no. when 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 Roman punched Vince because yeah. it was cathartic for me. Yeah. yeah. You know that was the guy who is scripting most of this terrible shit anyway. Yeah. And I think then part of it is that. We really didn't know if we were gonna see the title change hands on television. Yes, not pay per view. Right, right. So finally, it's it's all. I mean, the two outcomes were just as likely, or even you can even say that the the firing outcome would be even more likely. I say we've seen that happen before with Cena. Yeah, but he he had the whole Juan Cena bullshit yeah. with with the Nexus, which I was afraid would happen because I I knew that McMahon had uh, that Vince McMahon had come out yeah. and he'd put this ultimatum. Yeah. So I was immediately thinking, oh shit, they're gonna bring Roman Reigns back as a Juan Cena like character. Well, the funny thing is, no, I, I didn't think that was gonna happen, but uh, I would have. I was actually expecting the uh, or. Had I not known the result, I would have expected that he would get fired and then something would be done with him. He would try to manipulate his way back in. Alice CM Punk yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, by baiting the authority. Uh, well, you know, you were on the cautious, optimistic no, side. No, it's, it's, like, it's not about caution. It's, it's something that has happened before. I was just ex- expecting the worst. Now, you know, they would go the corny route and you know, uh, you know, do what Cena did five years ago. But I'm glad that you know things happened the way they did. So now it leads us to question number two: What happens now? Where do we go from here? Um, SmackDown spoilers aside, uh, what do we do now that Roman Reigns is champion? Uh, you know, does Sheamus continue to challenge? Do we continue this past the Rumble? Who wins the Royal Rumble? These are all questions that are percolating, um, you know, in all of our minds. Uh, actually, uh, the funny thing is, I'm actually expecting him to get fired either way. See, so you don't do that to your bosses, and even uh, even if you're the champ. Here's my okay follow up question to that then. Because I'm I'm not very familiar with the Attitude Era, so I don't know all of the specifics of of Austin's saga with uh, M- Mr. McMahon. I don't think Austin ever got fired. You say, but uh, Vince wanted him around so he can try to kick his ass. But Austin always laid his hands on yeah, Vince exactly. right? as yeah. the champion. Yeah. So, parang may, in a way, that set the precedent Nah, Roman can still kind of get away with that shit. If he's actually, you know, mainly feuding with Vince. But he's feuding with Hunter. Um, I would actually in, be interested if, you know, in an angle where they fire him while still being the champion. Because it puts the championship in, um, it, it in a way it kind of strips him of the championship. Yeah, it's it's a state of limbo. Yeah, there. Thank you. I was looking for that. So, uh, all of that being said, who's the front runner now to be the Royal Rumble winner? Uh, the Royal Rumble winner, I don't know. It could be Brock Lesnar. I honestly don't have a top of mind guy. It's, it's most for, likely Brock Lesnar. I mean. Um, 
if Sheamus were the champion, mas malaking field na pagpipilian eh. But at this rate, I don't see, I, I guess aside from Brock, I don't see anyone even being a dark horse candidate to be the Royal Rumble winner. It's just so hard. I, I don't want to think about the Royal Rumble because I want to really have them focus on Roman versus Hunter at WrestleMania. Because that is a money match right now, especially how with how they build it. I don't want them to waste it at the Rumble. I want them to um, have the Sheamus rematch at the Rumble and then build toward the build toward the the ma- a match with Triple H. Because it's always the bigger than championship matches that hook me in the most because that's a real story right there yeah uh, you know employee versus evil boss and it's a story that's been building for months yeah so uh, which yeah. is why it worked when it was Daniel Bryan versus Triple H speaking of Daniel Bryan um, we, we talked about him last week uh, na, na, uh, if he calls it quits here you know is he Hall of Fame worthy um, I don't know I I don't know if it's reasonable or unreasonable to still be holding out hope that somehow he finds his way back into the picture. Not even the title picture, but just in the picture, mm. in relevance. Yeah. Uh, if he is able to come back by the new year. Like, is that still something within reason? Well, yeah. Because when he comes back, people will be demanding for him to perform at a relevant spot. There is no way... The WWE, or there's no way people will let the WWE treat him um, as something less than a mid, an upper mid card player. Because he's just that popular, and the WWE would be dumb as well to treat him that way, considering knowing firsthand how popular he really can be, or he really is. You know, I I, I hope he comes back because. I... If Daniel Bryan comes back in time for the Rumble, this is me. This is me going back to the same place I was last year. Uh, I'm putting all of my eggs in one basket. He would be my front runner if, for some reason, yeah. he's cleared. He would be my front runner to win the Rumble, just my, because you know um, it, it's easy to write. My only concern is uh, if Roman would be facing Triple H, and I think he should. Uh, if if he would still be champion by then. Uh huh. That's my only dilemma. Like I'm trying to work it out in my head. Now, would he still be champion if he were to face Hunter at WrestleMania? Feeling good, because they won't let. I don't think Hunter will let himself be in a championship match at Mania at this stage. No, of his not career. necessarily a championship match. It's just a match with him, and it just so happens that he's a champion. Gets but okay. one championship match. Okay, business wise, that probably doesn't make sense because it takes away one other one huge match that, that they true. can promote. That's true. I mean, the more matches with gravity that you could promote, the better for your show. And well, no championship match leaves a lot of you leave a million dollars on the table, true. so to speak. Anyway, yeah. but, you know, it's just a thing I'm thinking about. Right, right. Um, yeah. So uh, let us know what you think. I mean, you know what is Anna? What this whole thing uh, moves them into a position? What um, they can now. Organically reunite the shield as faces. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so Roman obviously, we already know where he stands. Yeah. He's fighting the authority. Yeah. And Roman is still associated with Dean. Right. Who has fought the authority on an on and off basis. Uh huh. So they're still banding together. Yeah. Seth comes in as a guy who the authority could look at. As someone who's failed them 
So parang because he got laran. injured so, and he got injured badly, forcing them. You know, you could always write up a story where the authorities mad at Seth for forcing to for forcing them to rewrite so many plans leading up to Survivor Series. Yeah, basically like how not to be the golden boy. Oh, uh, and if the authority casts him out, he'll have nowhere else to go but to join the people who are fighting them, leading to a reformation of the shield that makes sense. Feeling ko maganda yung magiging dynamic nun. Because yeah. if you remember yung 2014 Royal Rumble, that was the time na um, Dean, Seth, and Roman were... On like, fire. They, they were starting to bicker. Yeah. Diba? Uh, they were on fire at the same time. Dean and Roman were getting in each other's faces. And everybody thought that Dean was going to be the bad guy who would break away from the shield. And Seth was the glue guy. Yeah. And if you come into 2016 with a healthy uh, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and he's the one with the huge question mark over his head, um, I, it, it's a complete 180 of what happened that time. Well, that, people can change. Yeah. Which, which you know, is real, realistic because yeah. yeah. people can change. Um, I guess the only concern there would be Seth would have to recover at a Cena-esque rate. That's true. For him to even figure in a storyline like that that organically leads it to It doesn't mania. have to be a WrestleMania story. It just can be a story. Like, the breakup of The Shield wasn't a WrestleMania story. Yeah, it wasn't. But wouldn't you agree that something so huge, something like that, and you know that The Shield will still be money in 2016, 2017. There'll always wouldn't be money. Wouldn't you want that, a... you know, for Mania? Just to milk it for what it's worth? Because uh, I would. Yeah, I would too. But uh, we'll also have to be realistic here. Is it the injury? Yeah, the injury is supposed to take him out six to nine months. Mm. The early... But uh, I, th- I have a feeling that Here's the thing. I know you want it for Mania. I want it for Mania as well. But if this isn't Seth's angle when he comes back, you'll have wasted the opportunity. Because if he does something else, you can't go back or, you know, you only have like a window of two or three months before the authority turns on you. Okay, so let me get this straight. Are you trying to say that... Anything other than this storyline for Seth Rollins will be a botch once he no, comes back. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you go with something else when he comes back, yeah, you will not have the opportunity to do a Shield reunion unless you wrap up that something else in like two months tops. I say whatever else he's gonna do, he's gonna be stuck doing that. He's gonna that's gonna lead to a whole other story. That may or may not organically build up to a shield reunion. No, you know what? I, I, I just thought of something. We may not get this for Mania. And I'm beginning to come to terms with that because we could get this for SummerSlam. Yeah. Think yeah, about the timetable. Yeah, yeah it, it could get uh, to SummerSlam. Ladonat, WWE has also been trying to build SummerSlam as uh, you know, Mania light. Right. So exactly. if, if we got this for SummerSlam, I would be cool with it. Totally be cool with it. Um, it's not a bad idea. It's not. It's not. Actually, inisip ko panga. Like, if I really wanted to push this at Mania, I would make Seth like you know their mouthpiece. But then I would. I, I just wouldn't be sure how you know they could work around that. But uh, I know it's a surefire way to keep three new stars on top. Uh, you know, have them fight the biggest heels in the on the roster. Here's and something. It uh, also creates stars out of the League of Nations, assuming you play the League of Nations correctly. Um, so they can always be the authority henchmen, and they are much—they are much better at it than J and J, Security, and Kane. Oh yeah, 
Totally. Like, um, I, I, I'm totally digging the League of Nations. Mm. Um, I just want to bring this up really quickly because we have talked about Cena in, in quite some time. Oh. And we were expecting him to be back by this week. Oh. And uh, we was have, he going to be back by he, this week? He was supposed to be back right after TLC. That's what he next. Or, no, no. His, what I know is he was supposed to be back after Christmas. Oh, after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to ask, like, where does Cena fit in now? Does he fight the League of Nations? Does he fight the Authority? I think uh, Cena's first uh, feud back is Alberto. Yeah. For sure. But if he fights with Alberto, does it automatically associate him as an enemy of the League? And it's the possible. Authority by association? Um, I don't know if it makes him automatically an enemy of the Authority, but, well, history will make him an enemy of the Authority. Because my fear is... If if that happens, if by association, because Kalaban si Del Rio, Kalaban mm-hmm. authority, yeah. he might steal Roman's thunder. I don't think so. I'm not so sure about. It. I think as long as Cena plays in the United States Championship scene, there is no there is no thunder to steal from Roman. No, regardless, there of, might be thunder to steal from Dean. I'm I'm not as scared for Dean as I am for Roman because it's not about not necessarily about the title scene. It's more of sino magiging bida sa storyline kung nagsani puer sa mga to. Roman, really? Because at this point it has to be. It has to be. No, no, I I agree. He, that he it has to be so much. No, I I agree. I agree that it has to be Roman. I'm just afraid that you know they, they might make it about Cena the same way that you know Survivor Series 2014 was built all around him. But it so happened that Survivor Series 2014. So, uh, you know, saw the spotlight going to Dolph. I think it was because they consciously built towards it without us seeing it coming. I guess. Right? Uh, so, I, I, I guess there, there is just that fear. But, you know, uh, I, I would be glad to be wrong. And I've been saying this a lot now um, over the last uh, few months. I would be glad to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. And we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Let, let's talk about this on Twitter. We are social. It's at Rosewar at underscore Stancy at the SGP podcast. Uh, same handle as it is on the Facebook like page. It's at the SGP podcast. Um, we, as we're recording this, we're three days away from terminus. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, one last thing about about you know WWE. Sure. I just I just noticed uh, they put a lot of or they put themselves consciously, and I don't know how. Voluntary it was, but they consciously put themselves in a position, like kind of hitting the panic button to boost the ratings. I said not only was Roman being champion the, uh, a part of that move, yeah, but you also have Dean winning the Intercontinental Championship, right? I say I have a feeling that finally they kind of figured out now. Okay, if we want. Ratings to go up We're gonna have to Have the faces On top In a way It reminds me of Yung habit nga nila dati Now when ratings go down Cena eventually becomes champ Yeah Or Orton becomes champ Depending on you know mm-hmm. Their alignment Or wherever they are So storylines uh, Well I guess It's more now of uh, When ratings are down Put faces as champions Because it's not a bad move It's, it's not a bad it's philosophy not. Yeah No, I hope na ganun yung ano, I hope na ganun yung thinking Instead of Roman is the new Cena Where regardless of what he is uh, Ratings are down Roman is champion y- You get what I'm trying to It might uh, be what could happen in the future It might It might Yeah um, Anyway uh, Again I would love to be wrong Okay uh, oh, sorry. Terminus, yes Yeah Terminus is coming up 
we have a huge card, and we've been working on this, uh, you know, for for the last month mm-hmm. or so. For some of the matches, um, you know, the stories and you know these rival- rivalries have been building up for the better part of a year. Yeah. So particularly this beef between Jake De Leon and Bombay Suarez and the Royal Flush. Oh, but I got in. It's, since it's, day one Since day one, yeah And in fact This was a match that happened last year Yeah At Terminus this, With slightly different people Slightly different people But essentially the same, the same story And it just goes to show how, you know, how huge of a heel the Royal Flush is So I'm excited for that I am really pumped as well for the Chris Panzer-Miguel Rosales oh. match just uh, that, be- was, that was from out of nowhere Yeah right? Um, you know, we've been wheeling and dealing, making some calls, making some friendships, and we have a, we have a working relationship with MYPW. Mm. I'll be getting more into that at Terminus itself. Malaysian Pro Wrestling? Is that what it's in? Huh? Yes, Malaysian Pro Wrestling. Suffice it to say that whoever comes out of this match will be the Philippines' top dog into that, you know, in, into that working relationship. Mm. So uh, whoever wins, let's give him our full support. Hashtag Puso, as we like to say. You've also got the Path of Gold match. Mm-hmm. I am excited for this. Uh, I think that's our very first clusterfuck. Yes, I tried not to use that term because I know how much you hate clusterfucks. Oh no! But it, it, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a not, clusterfuck. It's not always a bad thing. You know, uh, I, I loved Idol's use of uh, you know that that graphic with the watermark. No, <laughs> yeah, painting on everybody. It, it, it's, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, either those people will be his new downlines, or he'll be the first one out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, I I can't wait to see how everybody performs, and obviously to see who wins and what his choice will be. You've also got uh, another grudge match: Sandata versus two. Yep. Sandata versus two. Um, you know, last time those two ever- really hate each other. I think last time everybody was chanting for a second chance mm. or one Wala more chance. Second chance and we begay. Yeah, I mean, there's no going back at this point mm. after everything these two have done. I wonder if it's because people want. A tag team, you know, more tag teams. I mean, people have been clamoring for a tag team title scene. Oh, but yeah, I mean, you can't have, you can't really have a tag team championship if you don't have tag teams to contend for it. I mean, I, I've received letters, oh, letters from pe- from people clamoring for a, a championship, oh. and hey, uh, we like teams, or I want to be in a team, so I'm like, I get it. Oh, when are you gonna get your inner Teddy Long on, man? I already did. This is why the Royal Flush and JDL Bombay it, is happening. That's just one thing, and they're not, you know, they're not even challenging for the championship or uh, for a championship of tag team. The elimination tag match at Revox that was also my doing. Okay, right? Uh, how about when but, I but gave? I mean, but like two thirds of those teams are not teams anymore. How about when I gave Dual Shock that second match at Vendetta? Right, right, right. See, I I know when when to pick my spots. You know, uh, just so, just so it's you know, just so it's not totally a Teddy Long ripoff. Uh, what am I missing aside from the championship match? Am I missing anything else? Like I, I'm literally stumped right now. But uh, in, if I if I did forget, you did cover a lot of the big matches anyway. Lucha de apuestas, hair oh, yeah, versus yeah. mask, apocalypse versus Mark, Mark Manana. Yeah, so there. That's another one that I'm sure will be pretty heated, just because. Well, I've been the personal victim of Mark Manala's heat. Okay. Right? So, um, I don't know what to expect. I, I just let it happen. I, don't, I just wish people would go because uh, we're right smack dab, not just in the middle of a Christmas season, but also typh- a typhoon. Oh, Two yeah. Two typhoons. Oh, yeah. And, of course, uh, you've it's got crazy. Uh, a main event with a story like no... Well, a story we've seen before, but then again, who doesn't love a good underdog story? 
right? Rafi Mabayashi, the Japanese sensation going up against classical Brian Leo. Mm. And if you were there at PWR Live, you saw him have his moment. You know that this kid is ready for the big time, and it's his chance to either sink or swim. Right. And um, I really want to see what he can do. I think he's so good. Ralph is so good. He is a ring general in the making. And I would like to see how far he can truly take classical Brian Leo and if he can pull out the win. That would be such a huge moment to end the year. Yeah. The last time that people overlooked Ralph Imabayashi, he came out with the match of the night. Right. And that was at PWR Live. Right. And now he's in a similar situation where the Royal Flush is paying him no mind. Classical Brian Leo, that guy doesn't give a fuck either. Mm-hmm. So Imabayashi clearly works when the odds are stacked against mm-hmm. him. And uh, well, just like a good underdog, I yeah, guess. It'll be a treat to watch him perform this Saturday. And before we get to Saturday, here's one thing uh, oh. that I kind of want to bring up. I know. It, it's not exactly PWR related, but it's something I want everyone to be involved with. Mm. And this is Smart Henry's feature for the month of December, okay. the 31 Days of Wrestling. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a plea. It's not like a GoFundMe, whatever. It's the 31 Days of Wrestling. Um, it's something we've been working on, something we're quite proud yeah. of. And I, I guess it's our way of just compiling the best of wrestling in 2015. Yeah, and you know what? Here's a, here's a true story. Uh, my girlfriend actually asked me to give her a list of matches she should watch, and and I'm glad I could say that this is uh, this is also my idea. I'm, I'm glad I can say that. Okay, we're actually literally compiling you know matches from 2015 that you should see, and you should go read that if you want any idea of of the lay of the land, I guess, of the wrestling landscape. So. I don't know if you have missed out, if you have not been paying attention, if you need a refresher on what wrestling looked like all year. This is for you. We're doing this for you, and we're doing this for the sake of, you know, recording history. You know what? Uh, something I realized while you know we've been doing thirty-one days of wrestling. We're wow. literally at the halfway point right now. Mm. Getting that in. I love Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah. That's something I really realized. Like, you know, all of the moments I was writing down, you know, for, for, for Lucha Underground, I was like, shit, I love this. And it was my way of, like, creating a primer. Now, if you haven't seen LU before, if you need a starting point, ito yun. Pero Anthony has got that handled. Oh, yeah. For sure. It, it's just, I, I, I guess I, I kind of want to do my part just because naunahan niya ako with Lucha Underground. Right. You know, so I, I was talking to Renzo uh, mm. from Play FM, uh, and I was like, "Dude, if you haven't gotten into LU yet, this you is where you start, right?" So I, I was kind of selling him on on Vampiro versus no, Pentagon. You kind of have to start. No, you kind of have to start from the beginning. You can't. You can't give him the ending because Lucha Underground doesn't work like a like a traditional wrestling show. It works more like the the you know the drama shows that we watch. Okay, uh, it's just I, I, I you guess, can't get to you can't show him the Vampiro. season finale. You can't show him Vampiro versus uh, Pentagon. Pentagon because that's spoiling away the entire, you know, the entire arc of Pentagon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he'd seen it. So Which I was like, one? okay, it, match. Uh, that match. Yeah, Cerro Miedo. Was it because of Thirty One Days? No, no, no. Uh, even before Thirty One Days okay. came out, I, I guess akin lang is like I'm Would the type of person that medyo tamad ako kapag wala akong reason to hook me. So I would want to be shown like, ito, but this you is can, but you this can, is where you get. You can't see. The ending that's, that's not fair It's not yeah. fair to you yeah, I guess I guess Anyway um, if, if if you need to like To, to know Like uh, how wrestling was in 2015 If you want to get a feel Of how it was The 31 days of wrestling Is not a bad place to start And we try to space it out As much as possible So we cover everything From WWE To TNA even uh, New Japan 
PWR is there. We've got a couple of matches from PWR in there. Lucha Underground obviously covered, and uh, some of the indie uh, indie scenes. I believe mm. we had ROH there. Mm, yeah, right? yeah, we had Briscoe versus we Lethal. Are do- we are doing as much as possible to uh, cover all, uh, you know, again as much wrestling as we can. Because uh, when you do these things, you're inevitably gonna end up with the usual. You're gonna end up with WWE. Uh, TNA, some TNA, New Japan, uh, Lucha Underground, even because these those were the most prevalent wrestling shows of the year. But of course, those weren't the only wrestling that happened this year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if if you've been going to Smart Henry, if you've been checking it out, it just uh, so happens that again, uh, those were the shows that were. Uh, Pretty much at the forefront. At the forefront of of programming this year. Yeah. So yeah, give it a shot. Uh, give it a shot. Give it a look, and um, we'd be happy if you know you could you could tell us about it. Tell us about the experience because it's something we're proud of, and it's something now yeah, we we just really want you. Doing. We just really want you to learn something. We just want the reaction to be oh, uh, I didn't know about this or that match. May ganito pala. May ganito pala. Yeah. Thank you for showing me this because. Um, this is really great and uh, this is something I could sink my teeth into uh, other than the typical wrestling I watch and if you don't like it that's fine as, at least you got to expose yourself to it yeah so there uh, I, I guess uh, that brings us to the end of episode 92 of the know. number one 27 ranked podcast Jesus in the sports Christ. and rec category that, really, that joke really doesn't work if you don't do it at the top yeah what about time pick of the week uh, yeah, pick of the week, fine. Can we just agree that the main event overall was pick of the week? No, I mean, like, that wasn't, like, the only great match of the past two days of WWE programming. No, fine. I'll pick Ambrose versus Owens at TLC. Yeah, Ambrose versus Owens is great. I loved it. I would have picked Ambrose versus Ziggler because they were doing a lot, but uh, the ending, you know, even though it's called for, yeah. even though it makes sense, it ruins the entire match for me, as I know. As a pick of the week, right? So yeah, okay. I guess I might as well either pick the TL uh, the ladder match for ah, the tag team yeah, championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lucha Dragons versus the Usos versus Lillian Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Shempre, the unanimous pick of the week is most uh, undoubtedly the main event of Raw. Yeah. So there, uh, those are you know. If, if you just want to skip through the bullshit or at least get to the, the the really good wrestling from this week, there you have it. Sayang yung ano yung TLC main event. Why? Why do you say so? Because it, it could have been a great match. Um, it could have been better than it was, but they spent too much time just trying to kick each other's ass. Because the biggest point of drama, the biggest source of drama in a TLC match is when you try to fight for the championship. And climb the, the ladder at the top of the ladder. Right. So that's always where the drama is. Because when you stay away from that for the majority of the match, I'm gonna wonder why you guys aren't trying to win it. Mm. See, isn't that the point? The point isn't to really beat your opponent down. That's only secondary. That's only a corollary to what your main objective is. Yeah, which is to maim your opponent to the point that you can climb the ladder. No, the main objective is to climb the ladder and win the championship. To pull it down. I always thought of it as maim them so you can climb the ladder. No, it the the objective is to climb the ladder. It just so happens that you need to maim them because that stops them from being chasing able you. to. Yeah, 
Um, which is why, which brings me to you know, uh, you know, um, just to bring you it can, back. You can name to, them because while you're on the ladder, that's a thing that 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 is a thing that happens. No, I guess this is why I am against having a ladder match in the same show as a TLC match. Yeah, because it dilutes the drama. You would want to save everything for the main event. You would want to have the main event be climactic. And in the last two years, the ladder matches have stolen the show. So they're easier. They're much easier to, to script. Right. So Ziggler Harper from 2014 was good, and the uh, triple threat ladder match this this year was also great. So you know, um, you know, um next year, if you really want to gra- guarantee na na monopolize nung TLC matching drama, just do a, do away with the ladder match. I'll understand it. You don't have to have a TLC pay per view where you have the TLC, then you have a tables match, a ladders match, and a chairs match. Mm. Like I understand if you do away with a ladder match just for the sake of saving the drama for the main event, I get that. All right, yeah, uh, pretty much. There. Although you know it was worth it, I guess, for the whole meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> that was like you know the saving grace. Parang if you tuned out because of the TLC match, which I did, to be honest. But at least you didn't you know completely tune out of the show. Parang yeah, you didn't turn it off. Yeah, I mean I finished it. Yeah, but yeah. if you know if you were actually one of the fans who turned it off. Mm-hmm. You would have wasted, you know, you would have missed the really, really cathartic meltdown. Right. Uh, next week on the podcast, we are going to be giving you our theme song awards. Mm. So that's yeah, we got a you know close to year. Yeah, that's become an annual tradition. And if we come up with an episode after Christmas, it'll most likely be the SGP awards. Yes. So uh, again, if you've been part of the group on Facebook. Facebook.com slash groups slash Mark Gilas Filipinas. It's the third annual SGP Awards. But Can you the believe second it? time we're doing it on the show. Right. So we outsource the votes. Voting ends on December 20. Yeah. So we need some time to actually compile the list. Yeah. Right. And there are multiple categories. You got the usual superstar of the year, uh, most improved uh, wrestler, rookie of the year. Theme song of the year, all of that, uh, the whole shebang. It's covered there. And we'll be getting to those. On the, uh, over the last two weeks of 2015 Right right. Uh, as for us, we're going to be ending, ending this right now I'm looking forward to Star Wars Episode 7 tomorrow Yeah. And uh, an advanced Merry Christmas And Happy New Year I to everybody uh, Really? Already? Advanced, yeah Whatever, I mean, we're you know, next started. Eh. Whatever right. Merry Christmas, everybody uh, Yeah, may the force be with you, everyone Peace Thank you for listening to the SJP Podcast To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.